Welcome to another episode of Wanna Be Apostle Podcast, where we want to be apostles and instead we just talk about it. It's another beautiful, almost summer day here in Clarksville, Tennessee. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jackson Moser, and I'm joined by my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Israel Alfaro. Hey, man. And Elijah Guzman. You look straight at Israel first. I feel a little jealous, bro. Oh, it's okay. okay. It's okay. I I try to go back and forth between who I introduce first, Elijah and Izzy, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, So the first thing that we want to do on our our show today is give a shout out to uh, one of our IG followers. If you're not following us on Instagram, go ahead, open the app. Type in wanna underscore B, and it'll already start popping up, underscore apostles. Hit the follow button, and we'll try to work you into our shout-out people. But for today, who's our lucky shout-out from IG? So this morning, it's Anil Chua. Anil Chua from? Temecula, California. Awesome. Shout-out, Anil. Very good. Very He's good. doing an amazing job with FCA down in California. Oh, beautiful. I love so, that. FCA, listeners, if you don't know what FCA is, it stands for Fellowship of Christian Athletes. This is an organization that's very, very involved in middle schools, high schools, and I think even colleges at this point. Uh, it's a Christian organization. They partner along athletes, but really anybody can be a part of it. And it's an after-school program. They run camps all throughout the summer. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful organization. They're doing a lot of stuff for the kingdom of God. So, Annual, thank you so much for following us. Thank you so much for supporting us. To all of our listeners out there, we are so appreciative of your engagement and your interaction with us on the social webs, the interwebs. Yeah. Um, we love interacting with you guys, answering questions, shooting you guys um, just some encouraging words when we do that. So it's super fun. Um, guys, how are y'all doing today? Doing good, man. I love the weather. Yeah. I think the weather has definitely cheered me up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the grade. You know, Seasonal depression is a real thing. <laughs> I is. believe it. Yeah, I don't know if it was I was depressed, but definitely, yeah, like man, I don't want to get out of the bed. The yeah. sheets are calling my name, yeah, for sure, especially coming from Cali, right? Oh, um, well, yeah, I'm I mean, from Florida, you know, it's yeah, so sunny, nice, all 100%. the time, 100%. Yeah, it makes you miss home a little bit, yeah, miss home a little so bit. true. Cool. Well, today is part three of our media. Uh, podcast series. So we've been the past two episodes. The first episode that we did in this kind of series, this three-part deal, is was on movies. We talked about why are Christian movies so stinking corny. Hmm. Uh, jumped into that a little bit and, and suggested a couple of ways that that as the Christian community, as followers of Jesus, we can support and lean into the film industry and how we can um, how we can produce media that is engaging, that's good, that's excellent quality, and that can get this message of hope and of salvation out to the world. Um, And then part two of that was music, and so we looked at some of these secular artists Mm. that are really, really big names right now, like Logic and Post Malone, and guys like these, and the music that they're making, and not just the fact that they're classified genre, hip-hop, rap, Mm. whatever, but the messages that they're putting forward in their music music that they're yeah. communicating to such a large audience and how then as 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 the Christian community
community, as followers of Jesus, we can also step into that world mm-hmm. with a message of hope, produce good music that that doesn't necessarily have to be cheesy, doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be about um, making you feel good, but communicates this message of truth that is grounded in the reality that people deal with. So we talked about a lot, uh, who is it, Post Malone's Paranoid? Yeah. And uh, Logic's Suicide Hotline. But also and, Childish Gambino's. Yes, right. That was the big one that, that, that was the talk of the town when we recorded that episode was Childish Gambino's um, this, this is, is America. America. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that was part one and part two. And today we are doing part three, and we're going to be talking about reality television. Yeah, yeah, reality yeah, yeah, television yeah. is is a part of I think a lot of households in America, especially, mm-hmm. but around the world. Um, and so the question is. Well, one of the, some of the questions that we want to deal with, some of the topics we want to deal with is, is reality television a true um, display of what reality yeah. actually is? Um, and then depending on the answer to that, how do we as Christians, should we as Christians watch reality television and then, you know, kind of going from there, yeah. um, how do we step into that world? How do we interact with reality television and the conversations that we hear our coworkers or our yeah. friends at school or, or people at church talking about? About these different shows, how do we as Christians step in and have a conversation that's that's informed, um, but doesn't buy into some of the lies that right. Hollywood's trying to produce through yeah. these reality television shows? So, um, just to kind of set this up to give us a platform so that we're all t- talking about the same thing, we've done a little bit of research and we've pulled up some of the um, most watched reality television shows in the past couple of decades. Yeah. Well, I guess really since the 2000s. When when was Real World released? I'm looking it up. In, 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 was, it's like surely was it the, was it the 90s? It was like or, the late 90s. Wow. Okay. So yeah, past couple of decades, um, and I'll just kick it off. This one's a little bit more scandalous um, and caused quite uh, quite a ruckus in the uh, in the church world for a while. Um, M- MTV produced a show called Tia Tequila: A Shot mm. at Love. Um, this is the description. The, this pro, this program the program was a bisexual themed dating show where sixteen straight men and sixteen lesbian women competed for Tia Tequila's affections. The twist being that the contestants were not aware of her bisexuality until the end of the first episode. The ten episode series was produced by Sally Ann Salsano and MTV. Uh, so, so again, this was a reality television show where for, for 10 episodes, there were competitions that these men and women had to do uh, along with going on dates with this lady named Tia Tequila, um, ultimately competing, competing being, yeah. the, being the key word there for her love, for a, a shot at love mm. with Tia Tequila. There was two episodes because apparently you can't find love the first go around when you do a reality <laughs> love-based reality TV show. So that's one of them. Elijah, uh, you're going to tell us about Real World? Yeah, Real World was uh, an American documentary series focused on the lives of a group of strangers who auditioned to live together in a house for several months as cameras record their interpersonal relationships and the sh- show will move from city to city yeah. after a season. Yeah, sure. So like how many per- how many seasons Ooh. of Real World? Are Can you look that Man. up really quick? Reality television is it's such a while while Elijah's looking that up. Reality television is such an interesting thing because on the one hand there are elements of reality that we yeah. see in right. that dating and 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 living together in close quarters yada yada. But at the same time, it's also the I, 
I, I, I always wonder how much do the producers have in, have in saying, make sure you say this at this point or yeah. make sure you do this at this point just to keep the watchers on the edge of their yeah. seat, just to keep them coming back because the, the production of the show, a new series, a new season, whatever, is based on the number of viewers that they get. So how many seasons so did Real World do? It was do? 32. 32 then, seasons, wow. But the first one I think was probably one of the like the San Francisco. Right. Which is so? Was it longer? Were there multiple? No, the, that one was probably like the most like real. Oh, okay, okay. Like less, gotcha. less, more like egging people on, and I gotcha. kind of like, hey, you should yeah. say this. This right. one was like literally like the experiment. Just, yeah, let's see what comes from wow. it. Yeah, because I remember watching that, right, right, that that season, right, and it had a guy, uh, a homosexual that was dealing with AIDS and wow. HIV, wow. which he later died. Wow. Which was a big thing that happened, right? I, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that is crazy. But in the show, he was dealing with it. Right. He had people in the house that yeah. was like, I've never met a homosexual. And then on top of that, with wow. AIDS. So you saw all these interactions with people that was r- real. real. Real life. <laughs> right. Instead of what you see today where they're yes. like, I'm going to the club and right. every night we're going to drinking yeah, so right. we can hook up with somebody. Right. And no, it was like real people talking about. GTL. Yeah. And laundry. Yeah. Well, well, African-American with, with yeah. the white, you know, all these different races and right. ethnic right. groups and backgrounds. So in its infancy stage. Right. There was probably more reality. Sure. Than there obviously than there. is today. Right. Yeah. Right. That's Thirty-two crazy. seasons. Later. Thirty-two seasons. Later. Started right. in nineteen ninety-two. Ninety-two. That's, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Ninety-two. I wasn't even born yet. No. Oh. I was five. You were five years old. Yeah, and you were watching that show. Wow. I knew you were You're, a sinner. I thought. Yeah. I thought in your upbringing. But ninety-four. <laughs> I was seven. But the that season was in ninety-four. I gotcha. Gotcha. So I was a little seven, mm-hmm. but I was. Yeah, I was just right. Bad kid. I was. Well, no. No, I know. You know how it is. Yeah, we get it. I watched Tia Tequila. Yeah. What were my parents thinking? Goodness gracious, that's why I'm so jacked up. Izzy, uh, you're gonna you're gonna read the description for what Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Man, I grew up on that. I actually never really watched it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like it. But everybody but, talked but about it. Everyone everybody. was talking I mean, about it. You're already yeah. tan. Right. So. Yeah. So <laughs> it's uh so Jersey Shore is an American reality uh, TV series yeah. that ran from December of two thousand nine. To December of 2012. Okay. Um, it, it follows the lives of eight housemates who spend their summer together at a vacation home, obviously in New Jersey. New Jersey, um, sure. And season one, three, five, and six were in South Beach, Florida. Oh, wow. And even hmm. they went international. They went to Florence, Italy. Wow. For season two and four. Huh. Interesting. I didn't realize that. I thought it was yeah. all. I didn't watch it. I just heard people talk yeah. about it, you know. Um, but I thought all of it was like filmed. In J- I was New a sporadic, Jersey. sporadic, very sporadic watcher. Maybe yeah. like one episode right. the, of season. a season. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, the, that's what I would one, probably watch. Obviously, right. Jersey Shore was crazy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the controversy was because of the terms they use yeah. of uh, Guido and Guidette, oh, right. uh, which is like a kind of almost derogative for an American Italian. Huh. So that's one of the biggest. Uh, Were they Italian? Well, yeah, they, yeah. they're all they're, from uh, Italian one, descent. One, uh, Snooki, wasn't Snooki? She was like adopted. Huh. And but she's like from she has actually Hispanic. Interesting. Hmm. Something like that. But most of them well, were from they so they got some the, flack because of using the different terms, yes, terminology. Interesting. Terms. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then the question that we wanna we wanna discuss today, we wanna lean into today, just now that we have these descriptions, now that we've got this base, is should oh wait, no, I wanna read one more. Go for it. Um 
I am a regular watcher of <laughs> yeah, this. There you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sarah and I watch it uh, every Monday night when it's on, mm-hmm. and Tuesday when they do two parts specials. Mm-hmm. Um, and this show is called The Bachelor. There we go. <laughs> the Bachelor. Uh, the Bachelor is an American dating show and relationship reality television series that debuted on March twenty fifth, two thousand two, on ABC. The show is hosted by Chris Harrison, and the show's res- success has resulted in several spinoffs, including The Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise After Paradise, and The Bachelor Winter Games. The series revolves around a single former bachelor. <laughs> who starts with a pool of romantic interests, typically 25, from whom the Bachelor is expected to select a wife. During the course of the season, the Bachelor eliminates can- eliminates candidates. <laughs> oh, my goodness. With the Bachelor typically proposing marriage to his, first, to his final selection, the participants travel to romantic and exotic locations for their adventures, and the conflicts in the series, both internal and external, stem from the elimination-style format Man, that sounds boring. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> So the question then that that we want to talk about today and and lean into is should, number one, Mm. should Mm. Christians, followers of Jesus, watch this garbage? (laughs) Should they they watch these reality TV shows because is it actually reality? Are these the shows that Mm. we ought to be watching, that we ought to be spending our time on, that we ought to be filling our brains with that are going to help us? In reality, that are going yeah. to help us find love, let's say, or figure out how to deal with situations, deal with peer pressure, deal with issues at work, deal with um, how you relate interpersonally with other people. Are these shows that we should be watching uh, for that purpose? For that purpose. Hmm. For what all, do you think? For that purpose, no. Right. It's just straight reality. Don't look at it as, or is it reality? You know, it's straight, like um, scripted, entertainment reality that gives you a sense of, of, what's around you or what's going on around in your life or in the culture, mm-hmm. but it's not based, it's based on some reality, but it's not mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. real, you know? Yeah. So if you go in there like, oh, this is how it's supposed to be, well, then you're filling yourself up with the wrong things and you're, then your reality becomes warped and then you're going to find out, why Why can't I find love? Yeah, right. Why, yeah. why is it so right. hard to have a roommate? You know, all these things in your life right. that are applicable, applicable that now you, it doesn't work out because you're basing it on something that's not real. Right. Yeah. And the way I want to answer your question might be with another question. Okay. Hey, why... Okay. Why why do people enjoy those shows? Mm. You know mm. the yeah. the intentions of yeah, watching. That's a good question. I was asking a, a a close friend of mine, and um, asking her why do you enjoy watching Doctor Phil? Right. Why do you enjoy watching? Oh, um, it, it. I don't even remember the show, but it's uh, oh Teen Mom. Yeah. Okay. Teen oh, Mom. I- Oh, why that. you know that and, so and this close friend of mine is obviously my wife right because um, <laughs> I don't have friends <laughs> no but I'm your uh, friend Dizzy thanks <laughs> you just spit water all over me <laughs> but anyways uh she said, oh, because I can see their life uh-huh. and how screwed up they are, yeah. and I almost feel better about my <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. So that's she, yeah. she in a way can validate herself yeah. saying... Right. Okay, I oh, know right. my life is jacked up, but mm-hmm. that's but, way but at worse. At least it's not like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. No, that makes total sense. I think. I think for some people it becomes an escape. Yeah. For some people, just for an hour, 
uh, or or an, or two hours or however long they spend watching those yeah. shows. Maybe you're binge watching binge it on watching, Netflix yeah. or Hulu. You can spend that time and you can escape your problems. You can escape. Ah, my boss is such a jerk. You can escape. I really wish my husband treated me that way. Or you can escape. You know whatever the case may be and step into this other reality yeah. um, right. that Hollywood is producing and say, well, at least my life isn't that bad. At right. least I don't have to go on dates with. Well, some people might want to go on dates with 16 different women but yeah at least i'm not yeah. a teen and pregnant right you know right yeah exactly right mm-hmm. at least i don't have to put up with snooki at least yes. i don't you know whatever the case may be um so i think that's definitely a part of i think i think that that side note or that question of why do people enjoy this helps us answer should christians watch it because right. if we know why people yeah. like it then maybe we can also answer or, or get get down deep peel the layers back of should we be watching it because totally. if we're watching it purely for the sake of entertainment, entertainment yeah. uh because it's funny because you know it's lighthearted because you know whatever then that's one thing but yeah. if you're watching it and by watching it your reality is being shaped in yeah. that you begin you're you're in high school or college or a young adult at work and you see all of your 16 female coworkers and you're saying hmm this is a pool of women mm. that i can choose from yeah. to find a mate Ooh. That yeah. becomes an issue. That's yeah. An issue. Or vice versa. If you're a girl and you're, again, a college student or you're you're in the working world or whatever the case may be and you're single and you're looking for love and you've got all of these other single people around, maybe they're not single, other men around yeah. you and you're saying, hmm, which one do I want to pick? Yeah. Which one do I want to play hard to or get? Or schedule your which dates one to, around yeah, so you right, pick the right, right. guy. So that becomes an issue. That's yeah. when reality TV is... Is dangerous, yeah, I think. Yeah. But I think there is a way for even as followers of, Je- even as Christians, we can just lightheartedly and innocently watch these shows, get something out of them, talk about it with our friends at church, talk about it with our friends at work, whatever the case may be, and it not be an issue. Totally. Yeah. So, um, a way that the Christian um, faith or, or or Christians in general are also coming alongside reality TV or making reality TV. Uh, a thing mm-hmm. um, is uh, one of the pastors that I follow, Pastor John Gray. Yeah, um, he is now a senior pastor in Greenville, South Carolina. But okay. he was the 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 some pastor at Lakewood Church, like an uh, associate pastor, associate pastor yeah. at um, yeah at Pastor Joel Osteen's church. Right, and during that time, Oprah mm-hmm. Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Allowed him to have his own TV show, his own reality TV show, huh. which uh, was called The Book of John Gray. Hmm. And uh, if you have ever heard Pastor John Gray speak, he is a funny, um, big African American dude yeah. who who is not your traditional yeah. uh, preacher or right. pastor. Yeah. Very, very boisterous, yes. very charismatic, very loud. So, and, and, and I love that. Right. Um, but. In this show, he he talks about the reality of life. Mm-hmm. Not only a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's script. I'm sure right. there's yeah. you know uh, you have to do when you're doing entertainment. Mm-hmm. But also he um, talks about his diabetes, wow. which is yeah, personal. you know that's personal. He right. talks about his marital um, um, struggles. Struggles. Yeah. Uh, he talks about just uh, real things that he's like, hey, I know it's a reality TV show and most of them are mm-hmm. scripted, scripted yeah. and mm-hmm. fake, mm-hmm. but this show I'm going to use to show that mm-hmm. even if I'm a pastor mm-hmm. and and I think he's a pastor of extremely high caliber, mm-hmm. um, he's still struggling yeah. 
And that serves as an encouragement for me. Right. You know, I can look up to him and say, well, if Because he's, do you have struggles? Oh, 100%. <laughs> a million and a half percent. Yeah, a million and but, a half. But um, if he's struggling, then I, there's hope for me. Right. You know, that, right. that, that gives and me if hope. He, and if he has the courage and the boldness to put that out for whoever to right. see, then I think that should be an encouragement for to us, us yeah. yeah, to also have that same kind of courage and boldness and yeah. go to somebody and say, hey, I'm struggling. Not like not glorify the struggle no. by any means. Not, yeah. not you know, I don't, I, I, I'm sure he's not being lighthearted about his diabetes or lighthearted about his marital struggles or light about any of these things. He's a funny guy, yes. so he makes jokes about yeah. it, and that's just that's kind of a, a facade that he puts up, a wall that he puts up. Um, but but we don't want to glorify that. But at the no. same time, to keep it covered, to isolate ourselves yeah. from that, um, to put ourselves on a pedestal and pretend that we've got this clean and pristine yeah. and and no issue life. Yeah. That's where I think. Christianity, the church does itself a disservice because we're not willing to get down with the people that are are very clear and very transparent and very open about their struggles and, and put out a helping hand and say, listen, I'm just like you. And I think that falls into our series, little parts that we're going yeah. to, that yeah, exactly. thing is like, yeah. how do we right. create something that other people that they're listening to, quality movies or music or reality TV show... right. And how do we as Christians say, hey, we are real too. We yeah, have we're the, in the boat with you. We're in the boat with you. Yeah. And then I guess breaking that down, which right. I'm, I've been growing up is like you don't show anything. Right. You know, you, yes. you, you hold yeah. it in. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing great. God right. bless. Yes. yes. I'm right. blessed. I'm blessed. Yeah. Yes. I'm blessed. Smiling right. while you're dying inside, you right. know? Yeah. So if, I, like you say, like if in John Gray, I, I love the fact that he's doing that reality TV show because mm-hmm. then it's just showing, like we've said, that that wall's being broken down or that yeah. veil's being, yeah, you know, right. we're seeing past that veil right. and now we can see what the church is really like. Mm-hmm. And then that could open up more doors mm-hmm. for people who are just like, right. like that, you know, we are struggling. Yeah, because I think on a philosophical level, that's what everybody wants. Everybody, I think everybody at their core craves authenticity. Yeah. Yes. I think there's two, I think there's there's several things that I think everybody wants purpose. Everybody's looking for purpose however they can find that. But I think another one of those things is they want authentic community. They want to know that they're not in the boat by themselves. They want to know that they're not alone. They want somebody else to walk alongside them in life, to have a friend that's willing to say, you know what, your situation sucks and mine does too, so let's do this together. Even Jesus asking right. disciples, disciples to right. stay with them to right. pray. Yeah, yeah. You know, that right there, that's an right. example of showing, hey, he, even him, he didn't right. have this facade that was like, yeah, you know, right. like, everything's all great. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He still struggled as because he's fully human and fully right. God with that right. human part was struggling with certain things well, and, too. And, and, and for us, with our Christian metaphysic, with our Christian understanding of how the world came to be, when God created Adam and Eve, regardless of, of your view of creation, regardless of how you read Genesis 1 through 12, whatever the case may be, we're not going to get into that on this podcast. <laughs> you can leave your comment and, yeah. and we can we can have that conversation there. But God created mankind to be in community with community. one another. Yeah. We, we take that as, as not only community, but how marriage should be. 
between a man and a, between a man and a woman, but we also understand God creating man and that there was no other suitable helper found for Adam in all of creation and so then God created Eve as a way for them to to live in community, to have right. that beautiful partnership that was naked and exposed is yeah. what the Bible says. And so for us as Christians, no we don't want to walk around without clothes on, but we should live in a sort of community that yeah. is naked and exposed and I think that's what's so attractive about reality yeah. television. Yeah. Yeah. Is that we get to see just for an hour, or just for two hours, or or for for the ten weeks of episodes yeah. that there are people that are naked and exposed. Yeah. Yeah. Big Brother's watching. They've got cameras up, and and we could argue all day about how much the producers actually having a say in the things that they do, and the yeah. places that they mm-hmm. go, and and the conversations that they have. But ultimately, what brings us into reality television is that we get to see people who are naked and exposed. Yeah. Their flaws, yeah. the stupid things that they say, <laughs> the stupid decisions that they make. And so for, for the Christian community, starting with John Gray being the catalyst with his yes. reality television show, we likewise should also partner in yes. this form of media, because that's exactly what it is, is a form of media so that we can get our message out. And I think it's awesome that on some of these reality television shows, there are Christians who, who will make comments about their faith. But what if we had, like John Gray, a show on ABC or CBS or NBC that was that was 100% Christian-based. Yeah, mm. and I mean, throughout the existence of television entertainment, there has always been those Christian, yeah. quote-unquote, yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. you know... Seven, um, right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you know, L.A. <laughs> preachers and, and right. all the, But it, it almost goes back to the quality of the movies, yes. the, you know, in our yes. episode of That's movies. Exactly right. If they're so corny right. or if it's just, uh, um, you know, someone, some preacher... Uh, right. Talking about fire and brimstone, Hellfire, brimstone, yeah. And then the obviously, perception of Christianity yes. through that yes. lens, right? But now uh, with John Gray, the book of John Gray, John Gray's World is, is another uh, a reality TV yeah. show, right? Um, even Oprah Winfrey is right. on board. She's the one who right. allowed him, who kind of opened the door for him to do that, right? Um, Obviously, I don't believe Oprah's gonna give you know um, right. If right. It's, if it's just corny and cheesy, she's not gonna no. allow that. Yeah, you know? that's exactly right. So but, but again, everybody, regardless of whether or not you're religious, is craving that authentic, right. transparent, yes. real mm-hmm. community interactions, relationships with other people. And so I think, I think even even as a starting point, using social media. We've got Instagram Live, we've got oh, Facebook yeah. Live, we've got these stories where we can jump on there as the as a faith community and say, hey guys, can you pray for me for this? Or yeah. hey guys, this is what I'm going through. Or just give people a sneak peek into the life of what it means to be a Christian. You don't have to be put together all the no, time. No. You don't, because that's not real. No. It's not real to be put together all the time. We don't live in a, in a Barbie world. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, where everything is daisies and roses yeah. and, and we look perfect and we don't struggle with our eating habits and we don't struggle with our workout habits and mm-hmm. we don't struggle mm-hmm. with our with our devotional habits yeah. and we don't struggle with our disciplines and, and, and how we treat our wives or how we treat our husbands or right. how we treat our, our kids or we we don't struggle with any of that, right? Yeah. No, we do. <laughs> yeah. But are we willing to be naked and exposed yes. enough yeah. to to show that to the world and say, Hey, I'm a real person. Yeah. I followed this guy named Jesus. He saved me, but that doesn't mean that I'm not ju- that I'm not yeah. in the boat with you. And I I think that coming to that point in life and accepting that we are humans right. um, is liberating. Right. I think it breaks chains. Right. Uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick said that you know sometimes we live with anxiety. Shout out to Pastor Stephen. Um, 
he said that we live with anxiety because we're comparing our behind the scenes, which is yeah. our real life, yeah. to everyone else's highlight reel, yeah. to their Instagram yeah. page, right. to their shows, <laughs> yes. to everything yes. else. Yeah. Um, so the, once we get to the place where we accept right. reality, right. I, I believe we're going to be free. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's an interesting point because I was talking to my wife last night um, about we're going to get her on the podcast. She's oh, yeah. a business owner. She's a photographer. But one of the things that she really struggled with as she was starting this business, this photography business, is seeing all of the other photographers who were five years in the business or 10 years oh, in the yeah. business and struggling, having those insecurities because she saw these amazing, beautiful posts and the exotic locations that these photographers would go to to shoot weddings or to shoot do sessions or yeah. whatever. And that made her feel really insecure because, like Izzy was saying, it was all put together. It was all put together, yeah. and she was comparing her behind the scenes with their uh, highlight reel. Highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. good. Listeners, we want to land the plane right now, and I think that's the place that we want to land not only this episode, but this three part series on Christianity and media and culture is that what we want to do, what, we've, what we want to say specifically explicitly black and white right now is that there is no black and white, <laughs> right? It's gray. Yeah. Music is gray. Movies are gray. Reality television is gray. But the one thing that is black and white is, thank you for that, Elijah. <laughs> the one thing that we do want to say is that as Christians, as followers of Jesus, we want to be grounded in our faith. We want to be grounded in something. We want authentic community and we can have that. We can step into the culture, not be of it, not be brought yeah. down by it, but actually lift it up and mm. communicate the message of go. hope when we do that right, yes. when we're supportive of each mm -hmm. other, when we live authentically, when we live in community, mm -hmm. and when we live with intentionality in sharing the message that we have. Awesome. 100%. Good? Oh, yeah. Plane landed? Plane yes. landed. Awesome. Safely. Very yep. good. Very good. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Wanna Be Apostle podcast. We want to be apostles. And for the past three podcasts, we've just talked about it a whole lot. And we thank you so much for tuning in. We thank you for your faithfulness to listen each week. We thank you for uh, the opportunity that you give us to, to talk into these situations that are uh, gray. Um, and I hope and I pray that as we continue doing this, what we're doing is equipping you to have informed conversations, to form your own opinions. Yeah and to step into the world to bridge uh, the gap, the chasm that is there. We love you guys. We thank you for your encouragement. We thank you for your support. We want to continue to ask that you would shoot us some messages, mm. DM us on Instagram, send us emails, yes. Facebook us, whatever the case may be. Find a way uh, to interact with us so that we can interact with you and we can have this digital community that's about sharing the gospel and becoming more like Christ through wanting to be an apostle. That's all we got for today. I'm Jackson. I'm Izzy. I'm Elijah. Peace, guys. Beloved.